with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. It's the Thursday edition and uh, no echo today, but we have uh, Alan on the board and uh, I was hoping to have uh, others involved, but uh, we do have some great guests lined up, including Christian Goudreau from World Financial Group later in the hour. Uh, But we're going to start off talking a little bit about, uh, I guess, mental health. I have Crystal on the line from the Brain Injured Group. Good morning, Crystal. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, before we get into things, let's uh, explain a little bit about uh, your your organization, the Brain Injured Group. What do you do, and what does that all encompass? Uh, so, um, so at the Prince George Brain Injured Group, we uh, have case management. So we work one on one with clients. We uh, do groups, and we have. Facebook Live. So it's all about getting education out to our members and to the public uh, as best we can. Okay. Uh, when you talk about brain injured group, uh, now, is it specifically geared to people who have been in accidents that have uh, caused uh, damage? Uh, specifically, the brain injured group works with people who have acquired brain injuries, which uh, includes people um, who have gone through anoxia, infections, tumors, surgeries, toxicity, and or explosions. So yep. anything that has caused damage to their brain, that could be a concussion, um, anything that's caused a direct blow or jolt to their head. Right. Uh, does that include... Uh people that have, say, mental issues caused by uh, drug abuse or other problems like that? No, that's different. That's that falls a, under mental health. Right. Okay. Uh, is there any overlap between yourself and, uh, I, I imagine there would be some, uh, with the people that uh, support uh, those uh, with uh, mel- mental health issues? Um, when people come in with a brain injury, uh, sometimes they have other mental health issues combined with their brain injury. Hmm. Okay. What's the, what's the most common uh, reason you find people show up to your door? Is it because of an accident or illness? Uh, what's the most common cause of brain injury that you know of? Uh, it's falls, um, accidents, car accidents, uh, bicycle accidents. Those seem to be the most common that come in. Stroke. Stroke is one of them. Okay. And uh, so they come in, they've uh, suffered a brain injury, they could be going through concussion, and so we just want to help educate them and give them strategies to work on uh, whatever they're going through at that time. So the most common is, is trauma injuries that you, uh, that you uh, see? Yes, that's correct. Now, you mentioned stroke. Uh, is, is there a, an age group that you have, uh, say, that... Uh, takes up most of your clientele? Um, I think anyone can have a stroke. So the age group that we serve is is adults and older adults. So we don't we don't uh, work with children. Uh, it's just um, nineteen and older. Okay. Uh, y- y- so 
you don't work with children at all, or are there cases where... When, when we do, so I, I am an injury prevention facilitator, mm-hmm. so I go out into the public and I go to schools, different events, and that's where I would interact with children, youth, uh, to educate them on safety, on wearing helmets, wearing um, protective gear when they're playing sports. And so that's also a very big piece of it, but the members that we serve are older adults. Okay, so uh, the education aspect uh, for children, uh, all about safety and, like you mentioned, uh, brain injuries from bicycle falls, that would probably be a common thing that would happen to young, uh, uh, young children. Um, yeah. But when you're in the schools, you, you help them understand the importance of uh, all the safety measures, right? Yeah, we want to make sure that kids are wearing helmets, that they're um, wearing safety gear. Um, often concussions happen during sports, riding bikes, um, falling, and so we just really want to educate them and make sure that they're aware of how to be safe and teach them about the brain. That's really important to you. And uh, how often do you get out to the schools? Uh, are there a certain number that you do every every year? Or uh, We uh, like to contact the schools and see if they can have us come in. I think because of the challenging times that we're going through, that's been uh, very difficult. And so we're trying to do things a different way. So for, we're trying to move with the times, and we started having groups on Zoom. And that's to educate members, uh, professionals, family members, anybody who wants to know more about brain injury and concussion. And through those programs that we have, we're teaching about, we're teaching them education, coping strategies, and there's peer support, which is often really important for our members to have that support from other people who understand what they're going through. Yeah, for sure. With the changing times, uh, everybody's had to adapt. Uh, Do you even see clients one-on-one anymore, or is it all remotely? How's that going? Uh, So we have case managers in the office, and we are seeing people one-on-one with uh, safety measures in place. And uh, we are doing like one-on-one through the Zoom program, as well as we're reaching people through our uh, Prince George Brain Injury Group page where I do Facebook Lives. And I talk about um, education, brain injury, concussion, how to stay positive about different situations, how to deal with procrastination or energy crashes. So we're really trying to... to, um, Make sure we're getting as many people as possible. Okay. Uh, I imagine brain injuries can uh, take a wide variety of forms. Uh, Have you found a lot more problems with the uh, pandemic out there in in as far as uh, anxiety and and fear and whatnot? Yeah, it's definitely uh, a real struggle. There's more barriers for our members. Uh, even just simply trying to make a doctor's appointment is challenging because they can't always get into the doctor's office, so they're doing it uh, virtually or by phone. And so we often are assisting people with being able to make those connections. 
There's okay. definitely um, a lot of people who are struggling because of isolation, and that's really hard because, you know, we are creatures of socialization, and so to not have connections with people is really hard, and it, it does cause mental health issues. Well, I was going to say, uh, is that even um, more important uh, with an individual that has a brain injury, the, the interaction uh, with people uh, in person? Uh, we are really working hard to interact with all of our members, either by phone call or through our groups, um, because they, they still need that connection. They need to know that they're cared about. And, you know, I work with an amazing team of staff here who really care. They care about the members. They care about reaching out and connecting with them. And we see that makes a difference, just having that connection. Okay, what about the Zoom contact? Do you find that that helps at all, or is it kind of a, almost a placebo um, it is helping. We have quite a few people who come on and join the Zoom groups. The barrier, though, is that some of our members don't have Internet. They don't have uh, electronics where they can connect. The people who do, we are definitely trying to get them set up and teaching them how to use electronics, how to connect virtually. And so it's... it's um, it's definitely another piece of the education is making sure we get as many people involved and able to join in our Zoom group. I guess another problem would be uh, having those individuals even uh, not just learning how to uh, hook into a Zoom call, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, memory problems can, can be a bit of an issue with uh, the brain injured as well, right? Oh, most definitely. Um, if they can't remember the number, uh, you know, we have to walk them through it sometimes. Some people pick it up very well, but if they're having a lot of memory issues, they might forget the time. Uh, they might forget how to get into the group. And so we, are, we make sure we're available so that we can walk them through or give them reminders. Anything that will help them um, be able to do it they're hoping to do so join groups uh get on facebook live yeah uh, would you have a schedule to contact people as well if you haven't heard from someone in a certain number of uh, certain period of time yeah we uh, make sure so every month we're reminded um here in the office have you checked in with your members how are they doing and so we make sure we have we we, we have a list, and then we try to go through and phone everybody just to connect. Excellent. That's really important to us. Yeah. Uh, so any other uh, things that you've put in place uh, since the, pandem the pandemic has uh, arrived uh, to stay in contact with people? Uh, making sure that we're phoning them regularly to mm -hmm. check in. Uh, we are doing the groups on Zoom um, some people will just stop by, and so we take the time to connect and talk with them and just have check-in time. Um, and, you know, we're taking all the COVID safety precautions, so you know, everybody here is wearing masks, and, you know, we have to do wellness checks with people. And even when we're phoning them, we want to do a wellness check with them just to make sure they're okay, make sure that 
you know, their, their mood is okay, and if there's anything that we can do to help them or, uh, you know, put them in the right direction, it's really important that we continue connecting with our members, and they really, it helps them, and, and we know that we're trying to do the best job for them we can. Okay, let's talk a little bit about contacting the Brain Injury Group. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, so people can phone in, um, and if somebody has a brain injury, they don't have to go through their doctor. They can contact us by phone and or by email or our webpage and just reach out. And then we just do uh, an assessment, ask some questions, and uh, we're trying to do those mostly over the phone, and limit the one-on-one contact. Right, and, and what's the phone number? It is 250-564-2447. And uh, what about online? Uh, you have a web page, I would um, imagine, that people can uh, check out? Yes, we do. Uh, it is www.pgbig.ca. Mm-hmm. Okay, so PG Big, Big of course, Brain Injury Group, uh, .ca, and uh, on that site they'll get a, a lot of uh, um, uh, information on how to proceed if if they want to get involved with the organization. Yeah, it talks about uh, there's lots of information about what we do here, um, the groups that we have running, um, and we post our calendar and our newsletter there so people can see what's up, what's happening, and just to stay informed. And, you know, if if you know, if there's somebody out there who is in contact with somebody who has a brain injury but they're not getting help, we want to see those people have the help that they require. Okay, perfect. Uh, Thank you, Crystal, for calling in this morning. Crystal from the uh, Prince George Brain Injury Group, and uh, all the best going forward. Thank you so much quick break and when we come back we'll have a little bit of a discussion uh, amongst ourselves i guess here on after nine hi this is the wolfman few entertainment genres have captured our imagination and been as successful as the good old-fashioned musical from their vaudevillian roots to today's blockbusters musicals have provided generations with a stream of memorable productions show-stopping performances and larger-than-life personalities join me for a unique adventure as we trip the light fantastic across more than a century of musical theater from broadway to the west end and all points in between on with the show sunday afternoons at two only on boomer radio 93 Cold Snap 2021 is happening. The board and staff of the Prince George Folk Fest Society are pleased to announce that after months of deliberation, consultation, and consideration of provincial health orders, they have formulated an exciting, safe, and comfortable live music festival. Cold Snap will happen between January 29th and February 6th. Check out coldsnapfestival.com and the Cold Snap social media channels for up-to-date information on artists, venues, safety protocols, and tickets. 
The Elder Citizens Recreation Association is providing takeout lunches weekdays between 11.30 and 1. There is a different meal each day and each meal is $6. Pie, when available, is $2.50 and you can get soup and a bun for $3. Frozen meals and soups are also available. Social distancing is in place and masks are encouraged. Find the monthly menu on their Facebook page. Takeout lunches, available weekdays at the Elder Citizens Recreation Association on 10th Avenue between Vancouver and Winnipeg. Forecast from Environment Canada. Cloudy with a 40% chance of flurries this morning. Rain, a tiny mix of snow this afternoon. South winds gusting to 60 and a high of 3. Snow tonight, gusting south winds becoming light overnight and a low of 0. For Friday, more snow. Wind from the north at 20 in the afternoon and a high of minus 1. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. And we're uh, chatting in studio right now. We have a little bit of time to kill before uh, before Christian Goudreau uh, gets here for his uh, interview this morning. Uh, so we have uh, Stephen is here and Alan is here. Whether you like it or not. So oh, we like it. Alan. Alan actually doesn't run the board that often anymore. Just no. on Thursday evenings. Thursday evenings normally. Um, I think I. With the new schedule, I think I'm going to be running it on Mondays? On Mondays. Yes. Well, it depends on how soon Echo Echo can get back as a host. Uh, She's taking a bit of time off with the crazy, crazy increase in numbers that we have with uh, COVID right now. And it... uh, not it's not getting any better any time soon it looks like it's no it's pretty uh pretty scary out there yeah of course so she's laying low is she she's laying low and uh yeah certainly uh people that uh uh have uh, some issues that's the best thing to do is just sort of absolutely book out and just hang around and relax and uh not take any chances well we're at a crucial point Well, uh, yesterday, 35 new cases in the northern region for a total of 181 active cases. Yeah. I'd like to talk to a a statistician, though, Mm -hmm. to understand when when should we really be worried about those numbers? At what point do those numbers really mean something... I mean, we look at it and we go, oh, my goodness, yeah. that's a, so well, much take, more than it was. Take our positivity rate, which maybe six weeks ago was just over 80%. Okay. We're at 68. What is positivity rate? That's the, that's that's the number that... Per, per so many thousand. Oh, like, okay. That's how, that's how much we're dropping the rise in cases. Mm-hmm. We're having too many cases. Oh, Okay. So our positivity rate has dropped, what, 18, 18%, 18 wow. points? Hmm. Yeah. Which means we got we have to buckle down. like. Well, yeah, and uh, I know we're, we're right in the middle of moving to a new location. Mm-hmm. The new location uh, on the plus side has way better airflow, which is vital mm-hmm. for this type of, uh, of a uh, uh, pandemic. Uh, the negative part is we're moving into um, smaller, S- smaller area space. Space. So we're going to have to put in very strict protocols as far as what you can and cannot do when you are there. 
absolutely and, you know basically you show up you do your show you get out get out <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh the airflow will be good because it's, it's well ventilation is uh, very the, important. yeah the ventilation yeah. in that building is excellent so good uh we'll just uh, add a few more protocols and uh yeah move forward nothing to do with covid but the new building also has something i think a fair number of our volunteers will like it's on the ground floor Yes, and that'll be nice to have that uh, walk-in access without having to climb stairs yeah. and worry about uh, worry about that aspect of it. But, uh, no, and um, COVID obviously. Now the thing to remember, though, the positive numbers that we're getting, like the numbers that were revealed yesterday with the thirty-five mm-hmm. new cases, I think you said. Yeah, most of those would have been people who would have been infected before the new order went into effect because it only went into effect a week ago. Yeah, and that's, that, that's true. That's yes, basically the latent. So state. then, yeah. So then, in the real, um, the real tell of the tape or tail of the tape will be next week. Next basically. week, if the numbers start to drop, then yes. then we'll know that. Although I I think I kind of get the feeling from everything I've read and and seen from the different uh, uh, organizations that are are monitoring this and and the scientists that are working on mm-hmm. it that uh, it sounds like those added restrictions should cause the numbers to go down. Yes. So, uh, like you say, it's it's a week away from really knowing that, but uh, fingers crossed that will be the case. Yeah, the scary numbers to watch will be the U.S. in about a week, because Thanksgiving is today down there. Uh, yeah, that's and right, too. Well, all the flights figuring, started last night. Yeah, and all the people are still figuring yeah. getting together for the big family gathering for Thanksgiving. Well, I, I, I can't believe their numbers, so they're oh. averaging over 170,000 cases a day, mm-hmm. and right now they've gone over 2,300 deaths a day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting uh, less than a month from now as we hit uh, Christmas. Yes. And uh, a lot of, uh, I, I don't even know what that's going to look like at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I know I'll, I'll probably be calling around to different uh, family members and asking, you know, is it okay to come over or what's, <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's the situation? Yeah, in my case, <laughs> it's fairly simple. Mm-hmm. Used to be everyone, some Christmases, the group of our relatives in Alberta would come out. Sometimes we would go out there. That's not going to happen this year. So it will just be um, the four of us here, my mom, myself, my sister, and brother-in-law. We'll celebrate Christmas. We'll probably do, um, like, you know, face FaceTime or whatever yeah. with the people in Alberta just to wish them a oh yeah yeah Merry for Christmas sure and everything but but we won't be getting together with them and they're not even sure they're going to be able to get together no no yeah and that's that's the thing uh, right now if the numbers continue to grow like they are yeah you know well come, the north area the concerns 25th. me because now we've got the territories in Yukon mm-hmm. and that is developing along with uh, you know yep. Northern Health like right. Our numbers are, yeah, are going up. Okay. Again, as they were saying, one of the things is, yes, it's getting a little bit colder, which means people are not outside as much. But the other thing is, it means they're inside with other people. And, and that's, the, that's the big kicker for, uh, for this time of year. Yes. Is 
not a lot of outdoor activity. It's, it's all pretty much confined inside. Uh, and that is uh, why I think we, we managed the summer so well is because it was easy to yeah. just get outside. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, one thing that I, I read yesterday from uh, a scientist in Canada here uh, talking about how uh, gatherings outside are so much better than oh, yeah. being inside. Um, so I don't know if, you know, if the weather is warm enough, maybe Christmas outside might be, might uh, be an option, right? You betcha. Or I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if I drove by CN Center on, say, Christmas Day, yeah. if it might not look the same in the parking lot as it did some days during the summer, where you'll see like six or seven vehicles, everybody staying a safe distance apart. Yeah. But using that as the chance to get together for Christmas. Right. Well, the one thing that we have uh, in this area compared to a lot of other areas is most people have access to uh, either themselves or friends have a lake property or mm. rural property somewhere where you could gather with, you know, a, a 10 or, or whatever people and do something outside with a bonfire, yeah, and that would plenty of that, that would actually yeah. be fairly safe, I would think. Yeah. Uh, you know, as long as uh, the weather's not in <laughs> climate. I yeah. mean, that's a pretty good idea, though. Yeah, yeah. it would be a, kind of a, a a different take on Christmas, but uh, I don't know if you'd want to do a, a turkey over the fire, but. <laughs> Christmas in the country. It would, take it would a be while. a it would be a country Christmas, that's for sure. Start it cooking now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and uh, I'll let you throw it to the break there, young man. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and be back with some more after nine. On through January third at Two Rivers Gallery, Little Fires by Amanda Strong. Little Fires includes four stop-motion films along with the intricate sets used to create them. The films focus on Indigenous history, culture, language, and knowledge. It's the largest exhibition of Strong's stop-motion sets and films to date. Little Fires by Amanda Strong. On through January 3rd at Two Rivers Gallery, open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 5, where creativity flows in the Canada Games Plaza. Here are this week's announcements from Volunteer Prince George. The Salvation Army is looking for volunteers to ring bells during their annual Christmas cattle campaign. The South Fort George Family Resource Center is offering the free drop-in Little Artists program from 10 to 11.30 Thursdays. And Two Rivers Gallery is open to the public Tuesdays through Saturdays from 10 to 5. For more information on these and other volunteer opportunities, visit volunteerpg.com or call 250-564-0224. Through their Digital Delivery Instruction Initiative, CNC is offering an opportunity for you to get your bookkeeping certificate online. DDI uses interactive real-time instruction delivered with video technology and support through a classroom at any of their six campuses. Cost is about $3,500 with the course scheduled to start in January. Full details and registration are available through the Programs and Courses link at cnc.bc.ca. The Bookkeeping Certificate Program, starting in January at CNC. From December 11th to 20th, Theatre Northwest will be home to a long-time Christmas classic. Proudly sponsored by Canadian Tire, Judy Russell presents a stage reading of Miracle on 34th Street. As adapted by Mountain Community Theatre from the novel by Valentine Davies and based upon the 20th Century Fox motion picture, tickets for Miracle on 34th Street are available at theaternorthwest.com. A stage reading of Miracle on 34th Street, directed by Judy Russell and sponsored by Canadian Tire, December 11th to 20th at Theatre Northwest. 
You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. And we have about five more minutes left, and during that break we heard... uh, about Theatre Northwest and Judy Russell. Yeah. Uh, Judy Russell always, <clears throat> at least for uh, the last 10 years or so, has always had a Christmas event. Yep. Uh, they used to do the Nutcracker every other year. Yes. And then they started doing a Christmas Carol every other year in between. Yep. And now it's going to be a, a table reading, reading of, yeah. a stage reading of Miracle on 34th Street. Which is kind of interesting because of the fact that uh, I don't think it was ever a play. It was a movie based on a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then they adapted it from those two, uh, you know, the movie and the book to, to adapt it into a stage play. So it'd be kind of interesting to just see how that differs. Yeah. Because certainly a, a book, uh, when you do a book, it, it doesn't, there's no confinements there. The movie, same thing. A lot of outdoor scenes, a lot yeah. of different settings. Uh, so, uh, sort of uh, getting a gist of, of how that uh, gets put onto the stage would yeah. be interesting. Well, it's like to, a to see. rehearsal reading. You're, oh yeah, you're just, yeah. You're just yeah. reading. And they've got moving. their scripts with them. Like well, you'll usually, have to. They you'll, usually memorize their lines, anyways. But yeah. they've got their scripts just yeah. to be safe. You'll you'll have to bring your imagination with you because that's the thing. Yeah, that's uh, well. I, everybody's going to play off everybody's body movement. Or well, do they? Uh, I've never been to a, a. Have any of you guys gone to a no. stage reading? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. So do they do a scene set? Does Not someone really. actually? It's more like people like. No, no. I'm I'm saying like. In a script, they would normally have little notations that tell you where it's taking place. Where it's taking place, yeah. yeah so would true. they they would actually say that? They would in in the narrator would would say right. something. Okay, like that. and then and then the actors then would do their there, little. They they can stand up. Yeah, they can move move around their little area, but there's no no getting together. Right, it's all just. But yeah, it, yeah. It really works well. And if you've got a good imagination, like you say, oh, when yeah, you you'll arrive, you can just... Not a problem. Not right. a problem. It's nice. It's just like yeah. watching the movie. Well, well that's, kind that's, of. Dep- yeah. <laughs> depending on your imagination, I guess. Yeah. Some people's are, are more uh, more powerful than others. Like, uh, well, no, we won't go <laughs> <laughs> like Toronto Maple Leafs fans. <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs fan. I had, uh, there was a gentleman uh, helping What's wrong yesterday. What's Toronto Maple Leaf fan? <laughs> I'm a diehard. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, okay, my good, we're going to speak slower now. My good friend, yeah. My good friend Ken is a diehard Maple oh. Leaf fan. And uh, so uh, some guys from his crew were uh, putting the doors on our new location. Mm-hmm. And one was wearing a Boston Bruins mask, a uh, mask with the Bruins mm-hmm. logo on it. Mm-hmm. And I asked, I said, Ken, Ken allows you to have that at work? Huh? And, I, and then I said, well, you know, I, I guess you couldn't really wear a Maple Leafs mask because then people would just laugh at you. <laughs> I know, I've been taking it for years. Uh, hey, they're waiting for the bicentennial, okay? They won the centennial year for Canada. They're waiting for the yeah, bicentennial. yeah. Which yeah, might be the next time we see NHL hockey, the way things are going. Well, I don't know about that. No. Uh, the, the NHL still gearing up for, I think it's a January, January 1st, 1st is what they're sort of looking at now. But. BCHL, they've delayed yep. till after the 7th. Yep. So uh, they've taken basically uh, about a week put another week on. Yep. Yeah, delayed their, their potential start a week. Yep. But... 
that'll all depend on what happens on the 7th. Yes. Because that'll be when the uh, provincial government decides yeah. whether or not uh, they can lift their yeah. restrictions. And if I could just make a quick plug, hope sure. to have somebody from the Spruce Kings on um, Post to Post this evening. Well, we do have one guest lined up for We have tonight. one guest lined up, um, Terrell Russell from the Prince George Youth Soccer Association. He'll be on just to talk about how the somewhat truncated outdoor season went and what they're doing now. Because, of course, they right. do have indoor soccer facilities, but how are they using them? Yeah, so. exactly. So but, uh, that'll be tonight, 6 o'clock. That'll be when uh, myself and Alan will be on air for... Uh, our last time live yes. from here. Then tomorrow morning we'll have the uh, last after nine live from here. And then uh, then panic sets in as yep. we try to get everything set up down at the yeah. uh, new location, which is third in Quebec for those that aren't aware of the old Royal Bank building. Uh, that uh, pretty much wraps it for our portion of the show. Uh, we're going to have uh, one final guest, Christian Goudreau from World Financial Group, standing by. Uh, to finish off today's After 9. The PGSO has unveiled its 50th anniversary fall season. Bring Back the Joy of Live Music includes four concerts in the new ballroom of the Prestige Treasure Cove Resort, with a 50-ticket limit at each of four concert weekend performances. A kinder concert will feature two afternoon performances on December 5th. Tickets are available online, at the PGSO office, or by phone. Full details are available at pgso.com. The Prince George Symphony Orchestra's 50th anniversary fall season. Bring back the joy of live music. Discrimination comes in many forms. The perspectives of Canadians matter. Make a difference that will benefit people and communities across Canada. Help us shed light on discrimination. Take five minutes to participate in Statistics Canada's Experiences of Discrimination at Crowdsource Survey. With your participation, the information collected can shape the decisions that will help address discrimination in Canada. Visit statscan.gc.ca slash participate and click the Participate Now button. Hi, I'm Tom Savage. We love our Spotify. We love our Apple Music. It's a wonderful thing to have all the music in the world at your fingertips. But the big downside is that these streaming services pay fractions of a penny per streamed artist, and that doesn't buy a lot of groceries. So if you're really digging in an album, reach out to that musician or band, make a donation, buy some physical merchandise, help them keep creating great music for you. We can't rely on giant corporations to do the right thing. We as music fans need to put our own value on music. Let's keep that creative engine going. Forecast from Environment Canada. Cloudy with a 40% chance of flurries this morning. Rain at times mixed with snow this afternoon. South winds gusting to 60 and a high of 3. Snow tonight. Gusting south winds becoming light overnight and a low of 0. For Friday, more snow. Wind from the north at 20 in the afternoon and a high of minus 1. Keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around Prince George. This is After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. In studio now with Christian Goudreau from World Financial Group. And uh, one of the reasons I asked Christian in today is, is this is National Financial Education Month. Did you know that, Christian? I did, Rich. Thanks, Thanks for telling me, buddy. <laughs> who, Thanks for who makes, me again. Who makes these things up? That's what I want to know. You don't know who makes that up, do you? Well, it's some sort of body that makes up all those days. I just don't know. Well, what, I, what I it's do called. know. I do know <laughs> that there are financial age or uh, uh, government agencies that are right. involved with this, and you can go online to whatever government agency looks after that sort of stuff and mm. and get some financial questions answered. But that's that's kind of what you do at World Financial Group, isn't it? Absolutely. 
our, our company is, is built on uh, clarifying uh, simple financial, seemingly simple financial concepts and strategies that, you know, uh, that would otherwise, you know, that might actually help people avoid many pitfalls that, that we're currently falling into. So, okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your office because uh, we're currently moving uh, tomorrow and... Well, really, just, yeah, tomorrow will be the big move. And we're moving actually down to the same building that your office is located in, and that That's is correct. Hub Space, the corner of 3rd and Quebec. Uh, you're not the only World Financial uh, Group office in town, though, are you? No, that's correct. Yeah, there's no. there's uh, there's three other offices. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, we, we may have been the the, the first to, to break a little bit of territory here, but we've, we've, we've had some other... Uh, uh, divisions in the company uh, coming to town as well. Right, right. So. Uh, my understanding, though, is your office, your particular office, is very much focused on the educational end of things, though, right? We we pride ourselves actually, at, you know, in 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 the in the I guess the division of the company that that I'm in. We are, I would say, we are very very good on the financial end. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, you you talked about. Um, the things that you learn or, or teach about financial edu uh, education. Let's talk a little bit about maybe um, what you've learned over the course of the, uh, the time that you've been involved and what really surprises you when you find, like when you talk to the average consumer, what really surprises you that most people don't know? What are, what are some of the things that you thought most people would know that they don't even know? Well, I, I got to tell you, Reg, nothing really surprises me anymore because okay. uh, you know uh, I talked to so I've talked to so many people. I've helped so many families, and people that people that you think would have it together, mm -hmm. just because they maybe they they're deemed to to be as people who who might have some money, uh, you think they'd have it together, but they're they're just as confused. They're just as uh, uneducated as the majority of the population are right now. Right, and uh, so nothing really surprises me. And then, you know, so, um, so some of the, some of the some of the pitfalls that people are falling into are 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 not widely taught, but right. they it's result of of and, and by the way, I don't knock any other you know company or anybody. We're all trying to do the same thing for to help families. Mm -hmm. it, truly, I believe that. Yeah, uh, but we. We don't. We don't all approach it the same way, right? And and, and uh, some of us are limited by by the, by the the things that we can provide in terms of the product. We we're, we're different in so many ways. I, I can't I can't believe you know. Well, I, let's, I, could, let's, I could go on for hours about how well, how we're different. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the sure. different focus then uh, for your office of World Financial Group in particular. Uh, what's what are the biggest differences? Uh, the, the, oh, man. Compared to the uh, uh, maybe other uh, financial marketing companies or, or whatever well, that's the, out there. Well, the, the traditional industry, the, the problem with the traditional industry is, yeah, is over the last hundred years, about ninety percent of our population is 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 retiring broke, and that's that's hundred years ago was true, and today it's true as well. And what's happening is, you know, just many economic factors like the the, the cost of living going up and it's really it's really uh, limiting the people's ability to save especially when the wages aren't aren't keeping up right so 
Um, as a result of purchasing power, the purchasing power of a dual income family today has is less than that of a single income family of the 50s. And and it's it's tragic. And and what what happens in the traditional industry is well, you know, they they're limited again by by um, just some of some of it's by just being an employee and they're they're doing what their organization tells them or sometimes you know uh, they're limited by the products that they own they can't provide the same level of service that 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 we can do we can do absolutely everything from a to z for a family so and when i say everything i mean every type of lending every type of you know mortgages debt consolidation lines of credit uh auto loans student loans you name it we can do it every type of uh insurance so life was life critical critical illness health dental travel auto long-term care we've got a product for everybody and and not just one or you know we have many many companies that 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 we distribute products for so we're not limited by what we own we can find the best products that are suited for people and we offer every type of investment uh rsps resps rdsps uh tfsas liras you know we can open investments. We can tr- we can do pension transfer. Everything. The only thing we don't do is a single stock, like on a day trading kind of thing. Right. Basis. Right. One th- one thing you mentioned is insurance. Um, what does that have to do with financial planning? Well, that see here see that's a very good question, Reg. Uh, one of the major pitfalls that that I that I found myself in when I came across World Financial Group, and I lo- you know they I love what they did for my family. Uh, they educate you. They, they, they build a, a plan for free so you can you, to give you some options. And right. I love the, 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 a, that aspect of things. And I love the education. I've, I've, myself, I've always been uh, an educator. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I like to pass knowledge to people. But I, I saw the business opportunity after becoming a client and, and realized, man, this is, this is fantastic stuff. I need to show people. And, right. and away I went. But, um, as, as far as some of the major strategies going time back to that question too and the pitfalls is with the insurance is there there are types of insurances that i call like the swiss army knife of retirement so it's uh it's a bit more of a complex product but it's offered through the the private sector in the insurance industry where you can basically uh own that insurance one day rather than have it you know a lot of people have uh, term insurance which is great but it covers debt, and then, but it eventually becomes so expensive that people have to let it go, and it, it, they never and they never get the money back. Well, you can actually, with a different type of insurance, you can own it, and then also set it up when you go to retire as a tax-free income stream. But in the meantime, have the insurance take care of, you know, paying off debts, uh, income replacement, kids' education, and and just have, set up a nest egg for the the the, the surviving spouse. Right but also set it up as a tax-free income stream when it comes to retire. Oh, okay. And, and the best part about it, or one of the best parts about it is, you know, rather than our traditional uh, savings plans, such as like the RSP, right? Right, right. Which is, it's got, it's got a couple good things about it, right? The, the two primary things are the money grows tax-free while it's in there, and you get a tax break. I use it. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's a terrible program, but uh, the problem is, Every client I've ever sat with in retirement says, "Why did I do it?" Because I didn't. Because they didn't see the the tax consequences upon withdrawal that were coming. And right, right. With this with this insurance strategy, though, 
Everything that's left inside there, once you're done using retirement, goes automatically around your estate. Within 30 days, your beneficiaries and the government doesn't doesn't get anything because it's insurance. Because because of the insurance tax laws, that's right. correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take a quick yeah. break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, that strategy and others. You're listening to After Nine on 93.1 CFIS FM, talking with Christian Goudreau from the World Financial Group. Construction is underway on the expansion of the mausoleum at Memorial Park Cemetery. Construction of this new facility will require periodic disruption of access to the mausoleum. To keep informed about the project and possible facility closures or hour changes, subscribe to Facilities, Updates and Closures at princegeorge.ca. Further information and details about the Mausoleum Phase 2 expansion can also be found on the city's website. The expansion of the Mausoleum is expected to be completed by early next year. Advanced registration for indoor walking at CN Center is now available. Indoor walking is being offered Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 4 in one and a half hour blocks. The concourse will be closed for a half an hour between each block for cleaning and sanitation. Advanced registration is required to keep numbers within provincially mandated limits. To register for indoor walking at CN Center, phone 311 or visit princegeorge.ca slash register. For more information on walking options, go to princegeorge.ca slash walk. The annual Festival of Trees has been reimagined for 2020 through December 6th, taking a host of COVID-safe events like the Big Tree Auction, virtual Santa visits, and the fireworks downtown on December 6th, brought to you by Canadian Tire. It's all in support of Spirit of the North Healthcare Foundation. For the full schedule and details on all events, visit festivaloftrees.ca. The 27th Annual Festival of Trees, reimagined for 2020 at festivaloftrees.ca. Inspired by Amanda Strong's current exhibit, Two Rivers Gallery presents Story Puppet. In this class, you will learn to create a hand puppet that can help you tell stories. You'll sculpt the head from polymer modeling clay, create a costume, and bring your puppet to life, all during the next two Thursday evenings. Full details and registration are available through tworiversgallery.ca. Story Puppet, from 7 to 9 the next two Thursday evenings at Two Rivers Gallery, where creativity flows in the Canada Games Plaza. It's After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. We're talking with Christian Goodrow this morning from World Financial Group. A little bit about uh, financial planning and financial education. It is National uh, Financial Literacy Month, actually. And um, a reason I brought Christian in is his, uh, his particular office of World Financial Group focuses a lot on training just the average individual on strategies right correct yeah and and what's what's the big benefit for the average person that that comes in to see you uh like what are they going to get out of world financial group your office um compared to say uh stopping in and talking to their bank wow there's so so much more like uh we we're different by design reg and we think outside the box so okay. we the our company structure is set up in such a way that uh, we are all business owners. So, I mean, not against any other company, what they're doing, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, as an employee, you just kind of hang up the hat at the end of the day and, and kind of forget about what's going on. Well, our our clients are always on our mind and, and we provide excellent level of service uh, and we educate. We, we, have, we have a fantastic course, uh, free education and, and a class I do at the office and over Zoom uh, for anybody who might want to check it out, it's called uh, uh, How Money Works. Mm-hmm. And in that one hour, it's a one hour presentation. And that was the first one I ever saw. And, and 
in that one hour, I was absolutely blown away. And I learned more about finance than I had in my entire life in that one hour. Okay. So it was amazing for me, and, and, and I try to duplicate that experience for other people. Right, right. Uh, we haven't uh, touched on COVID at all. I, I imagine this is probably even more important now with people struggling with the pandemic out there gosh, and, and losing jobs and all this. Uh, how has that affected uh, your business? Well, I, I got to tell you, Reg, I, I, I truly feel for all the, the business owners that are, you know, that are struggling right now and, and, and just people in general uh, with this crisis that's happening. But um, our, our business, our companies actually, even during COVID, had three record-breaking quarters consecutively. Wow. And, and yeah, and, and never saw it coming. But mm-hmm. we, we had so many things that were already set up to, to continue doing business, even with, we can reach anybody anywhere in Canada or the United States uh, just, just over Zoom. We, we had this amazing network of technology set up for educating people already. And now, and we just, we didn't realize how powerful it was mm-hmm. until COVID hit. And, and yeah, it kind of forced you to yeah. find a, a, an easier way to contact people yes. and get, get uh, the information to people because that sort of eliminated the one-on-one, didn't it? It, it, yeah, for, the, for face to, the face-to-face one, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I, obviously I enjoy face-to-face better than anything. Yeah. Kneecap to kneecap is the way to go, but it was a great, it was, it just collapsed so many time frames because now there's, there's no traveling to and forth from places and it's just so convenient now. So it's, it's actually accelerated the growth of our business by about 15 years, I would say. And, wow. and, and not only have we had, you know, record-breaking uh, commissions, uh, you know, just explosive growth also in 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 the, the fact of um, bringing people into our business. So we have we have uh, an amazing amazing opportunity to actually uh, recruit and train people, and mm-hmm. it's it's not offered widely by you know other um, uh, companies uh, to, but we we have it set up so that um, we can build our business. But the real advantage of a reg is the traditional industry basically gets bogged down by by amassing a bunch of clients, right? Let's just say, just on average, let's say let's say it's uh, 600 clients, mm-hmm. just for argument's sake. Well, what happens is, you know, you sit with your, you know, by industry regulations, you're supposed to sit with your clients once a year. So even if somebody was to do two clients a day, which takes a lot of time to, you know, to set up the appointments and all this kind of stuff, that leaves 65 days out of the year left over, and that's eating into weekends as well. So what happens, uh, we believe, is, is that people get overloaded, and so they start just targeting maybe the high net worth clients, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so as a result, you know, the middle income family is being largely underserved. They're 90% of the population, They're, and, and we help everybody, you know, and not that everybody else doesn't. I'm just saying that's that seems to be a natural process that happens in the traditional industry, but because we can now recruit and train other people to help other people, it's the 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 power is so much more more far-reaching. Yeah. And and one of the four the four guys that actually started World Finance Group in Canada, um, you know he he uh, is amazing man, amazing amazing man, but he is now effectively in his lifetime helped 45,000 families. 
Wow. I guess... Uh, That's amazing. What, yeah, what you were talking about, uh, the traditional industry uh, focusing on the those that have money, uh, I guess that sort of explains the part of the reason 90% a hundred years ago were retiring at the poverty line and still today that, that same number it, exists. It, it, it kind of is, and, and, and it largely boils down to to the education as well. Uh, just, just, you know, the... It tend, tends to be education. Actually, right now is very expensive in in many areas. Yeah. So I love the the free a, the aspect of, of a free education, but you know, people that are wealthy get to pay for the education to to have things figured out for them. The average person doesn't. But we all we're doing, Reg, is taking strategies that everyday or that that the wealthy have figured out to everyday Canadians because we think that everybody needs a chance at retirement. Yeah, and, so. and I guess the fact is it doesn't matter how much money uh, you have, the same strategies are going to benefit you because it means you are able to hang on to more of your money, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it, it, there's, there's two enemies, uh, I guess, to our wealth. One's procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, don't I know it. <laughs> but the second, taxation, because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much money you make. Yeah. It's how much you actually get to keep. And we, we explain the entire taxation system and, and the ways that people can actually uh, set things up. Yeah. Uh, now, just uh, going back a ways, uh, you talked about being able to do uh, anything in the financial industry. Um, how can a, a company achieve that? What, like, that's, a, that's a good question, Rich. Well, see, the, the power of our platform is that we're independent. Okay. So, meaning that we we own no products. So, if you take a look at at, at so we, we broker everything basically, Reg. So, uh, as a result, uh, we have become the largest company in Canada in only twenty years now, mm-hmm. um, because there's so many people who want to distribute through us because we have such a massive distribution network. Right. Right. And they come to us with products, and we say either yay or nay, depending on how good it is for our clients. And mm-hmm. And we, you know, so we have, we have a lot of great product partners and because we own none, we can find the products that are best suited for everybody. So we're not right. just limited to one or two things that are on our shelf. If you're looking for item B, but you know, they only have item A, they're, they're going to look at you and say, A? <laughs> no, we, but we have, uh, we have we, I think we'll edit that part out. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we're running out of time, unfortunately, yeah. uh, but uh, seeing as we're moving down to the same building that you're in, chances are we'll be doing, uh, we'll be touching base with you on a regular basis, perhaps once a month to sort of uh, uh, catch up on what's going on in the world of finance. Does that sound like an idea? That sounds fair, Reg. Uh, Just- in the meantime, how do people get a hold of you and your office? Where can they go to, to uh, start finding some of this education? Well... Uh, you, you can you can uh, reach me at my you know I can give my cell number or or call the radio station here and sure. just ask for my number whatever that might be a way to do it okay yeah uh, is there a website they can go to as well or uh, I, we we also we we have uh, our personal websites uh, so mine is uh, wfgconnects.ca and then forward slash Christian Goodrow. 
Chris yeah. Goodrow. Yeah. Okay. And uh, G-O-U-D-R-E-A-U. Correct. And then Christian and is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-N. I know e it's different. Not A-N. Not A-N. <laughs> All right, Christian Goodrow, thank you for stopping in. And uh, like I said, we'll probably touch base with you again uh, in a month or so. Sounds good, Red. Reg, thank you very much. And that'll do it for today's program. Be sure to tune in tomorrow morning as we will start the show, as usual, with the Frontburner from CBC News. Then it's the return of Nathan Gita as the host for the Friday panel. That is tomorrow morning, After 9. After 9 is a daily presentation of CFIS-FM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Reg Fair, and Nathan Gita, with guest producer Neil Godbu of the Prince George Citizen. Additional contributors include CBC News and the National Campus and Community Radio Association. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca. You're listening to CFIS-FM Prince George, a not-for-profit community radio station broadcasting with 500 watts of power at 93.1 on the FM dial. CFIS-FM is owned and operated by the Prince George Community Radio Society.